my biggest concern here is how many times are we gonna do a take for the opening let's go not as many because i actually have it written in front of me <laughs> oh hey written i know that's part of the the charm part of the tradition but i think i i think i'll be able to pick it back up we're recording in audacity right yeah. no we're Shit. recording in that other recording program that we we're recording have. in skype <laughs> good i just I, honestly that was a real question because it's been so long skype is my favorite cereal wait are you recording right now right <laughs> yes okay just, i am i'm just making sure God. Oh my god, we're fucking amateurs. <laughs> Wait, what is this red button? Right it means stop. Red means stop. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Um, so, are you guys ready? I thought you were going to no, start the yes. podcast okay. off with yeah. so. I was going to be I was, very upset. I was you. going to, and then I took it out. <laughs> okay. So, It's a gaming podcast where your three best friends catch you up on Overwatch and then talk about some other video games. This week, it's entirely about the catch-up. Uh, but before I get any further, I am Joe Lingless. I'm Terrence Johnson. I'm Ray Oso. And yeah, like I said, we're going to start off by just getting you caught up. This first episode is going to be a little bit shorter and we'll get transitioned into a more regular format going forward. Um, but just a quick update to to our our loyal listeners. Um, what have we all been up to in the past? What has it been six months or so since the last proper it's been episode? Six months since we recorded the last episode. Oh. Yeah, it's a long time. Shit. Yeah, that's half a year. That's half a lifetime for some people. Very. Wow, sad that was people. dark. Yeah, no, that's really dark. Sorry. Oh my god. I'll start. <laughs> um. I haven't... Okay, no, that's a lie. I've been working more <laughs> yeah. to, to make money. That's a big thing. Uh, I started doing a couple tabletop campaigns, which are super fun because I love them. So so that's good. I'm finishing up my master's degree finally after putting it off for way Ooh, too long snaps. because I, I'm a scared boy. And the most important thing is that I learned to love myself more. Oh. I, that took a lot. Oh yeah, did you so like? Heartwarming. Was there a program that I missed out on? It was self reflection and realizing I'm being the best me I can be. So okay. it's not Rosetta Stone. So it's not, not Rosetta Stone. Not right. Okay, sorry. So before any of you come at us and talk about how much time we wasted, just keep in mind that part of this time was devoted to Ray learning how to love himself, and that's really Rude. important. And oh. This is season two, so I guess this is the introduction of Sassy Ray. Is that correct? I'm sassy. You're sassy Ray. now. That's what I. That's Was what that? I heard. <laughs> well, okay then. Listen. It has been decided. I guess. Okay, so my character this season is a lot more sassy and more confident in himself, but he's also like a little bit demure. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't hear a snap. That's, I'm just waiting for the snap, Ray. 
Okay, there, there we go. He also <laughs> wear a lot more colorful shirts. Okay. That you still won't get to see. Which is a very Correct. useful a useful characteristic for a podcast. <laughs> lots of magentas, lots of purples, I, light blues. I can see it in my mind's eye. Terrence, what have you been up to? <laughs> I've been up to uh, six months worth of things also. Learning how to talk was definitely not one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been working mm-hmm. on a couple projects lately. Uh, physical health, I think that's really important. Um, yeah, uh, I'm a sick boy. Little background about Terrence. Uh, I grew up as the bubble kid, allergic to everything and asthma attacks everywhere. So, you know, working on my health, very important. Eating right, staying away from too much sugar all the time, which had a candy. I'm sorry, uh, did you say eating right or eating rice? Eating right, which means eating rice. Nice. Yes. Making sure uh, I heard you. Absolutely. Uh, also working on tabletop campaigns, a and d campaign that I'm running for my friends. Super Ooh-hoo. exciting. It'll be my first official one, so that's pretty dope. And uh, uh, writing, getting back into uh, creating my manga, which my friends know is, it's been a long time coming, but we're, we're back on track, and it's going to be awesome. Also, in my job, I moved to a different portion of it giving me a schedule that's much more adult like so there's that woo my adult like you mean like nine to five monday through friday instead of working for like 24 hours on sundays absolutely that that's okay. literally exactly that is what exactly meant. what happened yep yep, yep. <laughs> cool. what you've been doing joe yeah uh, well i'm glad you mentioned physical health because i totally forgot about my fitness journey that i've been on which has not been super hardcore but i've been losing weight too but let me start at the beginning um back when we recorded the last episode i had just started picking up a lot more hours um i actually was working three jobs at the same time i think yeah three at jobs most you yeah. were yeah, because I was still the delivery manager as well. So I was doing a lot of work um, and just trying to earn up enough money so that I could move across the country, which I did do. I moved to San Diego on August 1st, and I'm now living with Jacqueline and Kyle, who you may recognize from previous episodes as guests. And it is phenomenal. It is the best uh, thing I've ever done with my life, I think. Like, it, it, every day I wake up and I know I made the right choice. Yeah, yeah, um, So, it has been a lot of work and it was really stressful, um, but I'm glad it's done and that's my biggest excuse as to why this took so long to get back on the ground. <laughs> but uh, now I also have a grown-up job with a 9-to-5 schedule. And it's not very good, and I don't want to talk about it, but it, uh, it is it, very solid and, uh, and stable, and that's what I need right now. And awesome. I've also lost almost 10 pounds since I've moved here. Holy moly, nice. donut Nice, clap! Yes. That's awesome, Joe. Beat boost! So... <laughs> I, real quick, I've also been... I'm also... I've also been working on my physical health. I forgot to mention that. Sorry. Well, you've hell always yeah. been doing that. You've always oh, and I'm working that. on tabletop yeah. games, too. So, You are. That's true. Well, I'm working on San Diego. Also. Yeah, okay. so. I'm also working on San Diego. So, I guess we're all the same. <laughs> the same. We're all the same person. <laughs> Absolutely. We're all Jacqueline and Kyle. <laughs> um, so what um, isn't the same is some stuff in Overwatch that we have missed out uh, the chance to talk about and 
these are mostly just the biggest changes that have occurred in the interim that we were the most excited about. There's been a ton of changes and a lot of them are pretty granular, but there have been some big changes that we wanted to at least talk about a little bit. Um, so does anyone want us to start out, start us off with the new maps? I got you, Joe. We got So since we've been gone, which has been a while, we're going to hit uh, one map that came out before we took our break, which was Rialto, which is the map. It's a payload map from Retribution, if you guys remember that event. But it's an extremely fun map. And I do honestly wish we uh, got time to talk about it before we took our break. We also have a new map that came out just a couple weeks ago, actually. It's called Busan. Am I saying that right? Buzzin? Bus, bus I think Athena pronounces it as Bussin. But in the Diva short, it was called Busan. So I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. Athena also says Busan. Oh, well, then it's Busan. We just say Busan because we're terrible people. it might be people. Busan, like Susan. I hate it. Oh, yeah, no, that's awful. And American, <laughs> which is also... Anyway, let's, um... <laughs> let's cancel new, over which. It's a new control map. So basically, in my opinion, it's like three new maps, which I love mm-hmm. that. And each of them are very, very different, which is odd because most control Mm -hmm. maps seem to have a a common theme and a common look. But this one definitely takes that away. Every every ounce of the map seems to be a completely new place with different mechanics and different things that they don't have in any other map as well. Yeah, so I've seen one thing like or two things overall that I think apply to all three maps, which is Uh they're much bigger and more open than any other any other map Mm -hmm. not even control map but like Mm -hmm. i think the only thing that's even close is the first point of junker town and that doesn't necessarily mean they're all good for snipers they're just there's a lot of space to work with Mm -hmm. um the other thing that i've noticed is that they all kind of feel like they're built for diva which is pretty cool because it's you know her map and it's kind of the same thing as like feeling like how you play uh, Ilios is Lucio. Like it feels like yeah. a really good map for Lucio. Mm-hmm. This map feels really good for for Diva, especially the Mecha base. Um, I didn't even yeah. think about that. I didn't yeah. even think about that. That's because you don't play Diva. <laughs> it's because I... I play Diva every time we go to Busan. <laughs> uh, I would I would also argue that the the control points are a lot closer to the spawns, so there's a lot more scrapping, uh, uh to to capture points and to take them back, which is like high-speed fun it seems like very it's, different it seems like the they're built in tiered sections like there is the middle point and then there is a like a definitive second point on either side of the point that you're like meant to fight at basically yeah before yeah, yeah. you get back to the point mm. like a good contesting ground um for whoever has advantage already but uh let's let's keep moving um yep. who's the who's our new big boy right I want to talk about our biggest boy, Hammond, also known as Wrecking Ball. Um, he's a dive tank that came out in July. He's really interesting because he's a hamster and a giant metal ball, and you just and with a hook shot, right? A grappling <laughs> yeah. hook shot, and you use a lot of distraction tactics with him, where you just kind of roll in and hit people and then get out, just to kind of build up your ultimate which is a huge minefield which is kind of crazy and very different from what we've had for for a tank like mm-hmm. a lot of tanks have you know uh zone control alts but like this one takes it to a new level it does so it's although i found that blizzard is the perfect uh counter to it because it just kills all the mines 
Oh, I didn't know uh, that. So yeah. it definitely does enough damage to Goldemars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, um, Hammond uh, has the highest movement speed in the game, right? In his ball movement mode? Is that true? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, if It feels unbelievably fast when I see him moving. And I, he I, is fast. I don't know if it, it's... I don't know if it's faster than a speed boost boost Lucio. True. Uh, but like like base move speed, like yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's very odd because like he can't move around like that normally. Like he doesn't have access mm-hmm. to everything while doing that. And right. he just mm-hmm. without being able to fly, he's able to reach some pretty interesting yeah. locations. It's very, very odd and very, very different for a tank. Very character. high skill yeah. ceiling on yeah. him. Like, there's, there's, if you get really good at him, you can do some crazy stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. So He definitely makes fun. the game feel different. He definitely changes what I thought Overwatch yeah. was. <laughs> he wasn't the character I ex- thought we needed yeah. as the, as hero, what, 20 Definitely not. He, he certainly wasn't missing from the game, but yeah, yeah. he's uh-huh. a fun addition. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He, he, he wasn't us, like. Go ahead. I'm sorry. He. I feel like he gives us a higher horizon of possibilities for characters mm-hmm. because he came out of nowhere and he he's yep. just so everywhere. All and the it's another animal, which is cool. Um, you know, it's 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 another. Like we only had Winston before, and it's True. it's cool that they're maintaining some imaginativeness in creating new characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of new characters, these characters aren't new, but they sure as hell feel new. Um, in the past few months, we have gotten big reworks to both Symmetra and Hanzo. Symmetra was changed in June. Um, her primary fire no longer auto-locks. Her right-click orbs do way more damage, and they do burst damage. Um, her left-click beam also like eats shields. If you're hitting a barrier with it, it'll charge her ammo, and she just gets more and more damage as she's eating the shield. And uh, her ultimate is gone is, is completely changed. Now it's just an enormous shield that spans the entire map uh, on one plane, basically. So you can put it between their team and yours, and it has an enormous health pool. I don't think I've ever seen it like burst it down. Yeah, me neither. Um, it just has a timer on it, and during that time, your team is free to move around on your side of the shield without worrying about getting shot at. Um, and she doesn't have the E, uh, the projected barrier anymore. And her turrets are different too, but um, yeah, she's, she's she's way different. Ju- she's just a different yeah. character now. Her teleporter is different. After hearing yeah. it listed off, like she's uh, a yeah. different character. She is a different character. Because <laughs> um, wow. her teleporter is on a skill now. It's not, it's not her ultimate. It's a it's on a 10 second cooldown I believe and uh, it works differently too so there's a whole lot to her but I think we're going to end up talking a little bit more about her next week so um, I don't want to beat it to death now Hanzo is different too Um, he no longer has scatter arrow which is a godsend Um, he has storm arrow now instead (laughs) which is uh, he gets 6 arrows uh, over a short time that he can fire in like a very very rapid pace that all do the same amount of damage um, and he also has a mobility leap skill, um, which allows him to have a little bit more get out, and it allows him to reach some more places when he's climbing around the map. Gives him a little bit more control. Uh, in my opinion, he feels a hell of a lot more fun to play as, and a hell of a lot more fun to play against. Mm-hmm. I also feel like Hanzo gets a double jump just like his brother. Like, why yes. hasn't he had a double jump? <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Hanzo... 
Hanzo doesn't feel as different as Symmetra does. But Hanzo got some changes that were definitely needed. He now makes me feel like he should stay. You know, because yeah. there's been a few characters in the past, well, especially when over when I was just getting an Overwatch, where I'm like, eh, they they just ruined the game for me. And uh, <laughs> it, it, I'm just so happy to see Overwatch making honest, serious attempts to be like, everyone should be in this game. So yes. keep them coming. Keep them coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's just a few more big changes that have happened in the past few months. These are a little bit more granular, but they're big enough that they've impacted the game in a big way, and we wanted to talk about them here. Um, first of all, a big game-wide change is that hit scan damage um, has been, the drop-off has been decreased. So it used to be the case that if you were at max range or beyond your max range, like for Soldier or McCree or something, your, your shots would do a third of their max damage. So, like, really significantly cut the damage by two-thirds. Now it only drops to a half, which is an enormous difference. It allows you to play at range safely and still get a, a much more damage in um, as those range characters. Uh, so, like, mm-hmm. McCree, um, I think after this change came out, we started referring to him as Big Dick McCree because he was just so much more of a presence, and he was a lot scarier after this change. Yeah. Are there any other characters that have been a lot, like, significantly more fun for you guys since this change came out? McCree. <laughs> I've been playing more McCree again, and I'm loving it, so. Joe, and, I meant what? Ray. My apologies. Yeah. I don't know why I said Joe when I meant Ray. <laughs> but, dude, because you're, you're, you're our Sombra, man. What, I what's am? it feel like? What's it feel like, dude? Sombra. True. Sombra got some changes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Huge ones. Um, huge ones. It's she. She plays the same, but her skills like basically her skills have changed so that you have more time to think about what you want to do with her hacks. So she can maintain invisibility forever as long as she doesn't get hit, and her translocator can last forever. Uh, but it can also be destroyed by your enemies if they see it, or by you, so you can set up a new one, so you don't have to just wait around and go back to one. You can just destroy it and place a new one a couple seconds later. Um, her gun, her gun feels better because her her uh, the her gun has a tighter cone, so more of her shots, more of the spread hits, even at a range. Which, when it first came out, it felt huge, and it's still like. If you don't see a Sombra coming, you're dead. Basically, if you're a squishy boy or girl. Uh, and the last thing is that her health packs don't give her ult charge anymore, which is a big thing that people were doing, was just using health packs to get ult charge and then doing a big EMP uh, as a team play. But that's a lot harder to do, so now it's it's now it's more... You have to actually go around and do things a sombra instead of just healing your teammates with a hacked health pack, and I I'm I'm happy with that change. Yeah, because uh, no. it makes you a lot more active as sombra. Yeah, I feel like it, it invites people, and not only does it make it so much more appealing for newcomers because sombra is like, originally she was like, don't even look at her until you have an ounce of clue of what's going on, <laughs> but. Her being invisible for a longer amount of time means that you don't have to have this super extensive 
perfect idea of what the map you're going into is mm -hmm. and which is also mm -hmm. late game stuff i mean overall she's just much more usable and 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 on top of that it's not overpowered i don't feel like no it's no. it's yeah. way out of line for her to be able to stay invisible for as long as she no can. exactly yeah Cause, it's, yeah because the thing is you don't want to stay invisible forever you want to yeah. find some mm -hmm. somebody that you can hack or t take out real quick like people who just stay invisible aren't adding anything to the to the to the team play but also it that's boring <laughs> if you're playing Sombra, you're just standing around and you're like, what am I supposed to do? So, like, moving around invisible and finding targets, like, feels a lot more fun now. Uh, yeah, so that's Sombra. I think one just... of my favorite changes that they've made to the game is our beloved Anna. So, originally, Anna felt like there was no point in assuming that she could possibly be a, a, a sta uh, what, what is the word I'm looking for a main the main healer of the team like yeah. that was mm. kind of out of her reach and then they tried to make attempts I mean they boosted her damage in the past which was yay nice now I get to actually use this sniper in my hand to hurt people but um <laughs> she they they did another change another good one so her alt originally it would just Make whoever you pointed at super powered mode, and basically they take a lot less damage and they deal a lot more damage. Uh, and uh, now she gives you a burst of healing, which I think is so cool because I mean, she is a healing hero. So her having an alt that doesn't directly affect your health was very off putting to me. So, you know, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It, it's just it's just very <laughs> important. And because Anna, like, her lore, and, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but she's like, uh, com what is it, Commander Overwatch? She's one of the Command. big commanders, yeah. Yeah, yeah, commanders. Just, a, just a big head. Like, uh, the fact that she couldn't be used, like, on most teams mm -hmm. was, was sad. Like, come on, she has this awesome story. Her character model is great her voice lines are amazing mm -hmm. and but she's just like this person that can only work on like two or three maps if your team knows what they're doing no she's much more useful like this uh she's got a bigger clip so now you don't just run out of your little bullets really quickly and on top of that if you're healing someone and they can't be healed anymore your bullets go through them and they can hurt the person they're looking at i really really like the changes they made to anna mm -hmm. they made her much mm -hmm. more usable in a lot of scenarios so yep. like she can i feel like and it might still be pushing it a little bit but i do feel like she can be used as like your standard healer on a oh, team definitely. Now. Yeah. oh yeah yep they, yeah. they've, if, they've if your team knows what they're doing yeah i think they finally successfully put her into a category because it's always been the case that anna's been a strong healer but you need a high you need to have a lot of skill in order to get all of the worth out of her um mm -hmm. all the value out of her but the problem is that even people with a really high skill ceiling still couldn't match the value that Mercy brought to a team. Uh -huh. um, mm -hmm. And Mercy has gone through a series of nerfs, uh, the most recent one being that she has less base healing. And she's still a good healer, but I think she's yeah. finally at a point where she's not a must-pick. And it's it finally feels like for a person who's very skilled at Ana, they're going to be able to heal more effectively than a person who's very skilled at Mercy, which I think is the way it should be. Uh-huh. Yeah. I want to just, I... before we move on, I want to talk really quickly about May 
Please. And what an ice queen she is. Because she's been getting buffed to hell for the past few months, and it scares me now. Um, I think the big ones is that her icicles no longer have fall-off damage, which they never should have. And none of these buffs are unfair. Like, well, one of them is. <laughs> um, Blizzard <laughs> goes through That's because you play barriers. a certain class. Well, Blizzard goes through I'm barriers kidding. now. And that sucks because... That means that there's very little time to react to it now. If you're stuck in the middle of it, the ring doesn't show up until... If you're playing a character who walks at normal speed, you're not going to get out before oh, yeah. you get frozen. Oh, yeah. You're stuck there. Um, there's no way to protect yourself from, from Blizzard anymore except for preempting it and knowing it's going to come, basically. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. She's so scary to fight now. Blizzard is huge. And there's no way to protect yourself from it anymore. And I don't know what to do about her. And she's becoming more powerful, and it's scary. You know what's cool, though? Me, uh, as a Lucio main, obviously... Oh, yeah, thank you. (laughs) I didn't even realize I did that. Um, As a Lucio main, I got on fire from hearing her alt coming and then speed boosting myself and a couple of people out of her blizzard. So it's like... That's a great way to get out of it. Yeah, and I could bring up many scenarios about all these characters that just make the game so much more uh, situation-based. Like, everything seems crazy, but just in the right scenarios, like, things just work. It it just makes so many different things more useful. Ana with her Mm -hmm. nano, I meant her, her, her bio grenade, like, being able to cancel healing, that is so much more important to me now. Yep. I don't know how mm-hmm. many, in, because of Brigida, like, all these different things that change that are just, like, <laughs> if they get hit by the perp, like, it, it's a wrap for a lot of their teammates. <laughs> like, you got a solid amount of time to just kill off some some some, some boys. And, and it's just interesting. I, I like it. Overwatch is still supreme, <laughs> in case mm-hmm. anybody's wondering. Still kicking, and it's still got new yeah. life, and it's still new stuff coming. Blizzard, It still it? has uh, new life. Yeah. BlizzCon is coming up, which means a new character is coming soon, and uh, I I don't know how I don't know how they do it, but I'm so glad <laughs> yeah, that they do. That, what but, is it? Three, four characters every year? That's no, crazy to me. You know, it's not that many. <laughs> no, but like, they're all like pretty it. solid yeah. every, whenever they come out. You're like, wow. <laughs> so, um, we don't have another game to review this week, um, as part of our kind of coming back tour, our return tour, but, uh, we did want to really quick just talk about some games that have been important to each of us individually for the past, for, for the break, um, and how and why they've eaten up a lot of our time, um, during the interim. So, um, I'll go first, um... I've been playing a lot of Dead Cells recently, which is an action platformer that was originally released on Steam and came out more recently on Switch. Um, It's a roguelike game, and you're basically the zombie dude in some weird fantasy dystopian prison. Um, It's a really cool aesthetic. The art style is much like uh, Hyperlight Drifter, if you're familiar with that. It's like this kind of retro kind of like it's really flashy graphics um and the combat is really engaging um and i think one of the most fun parts of the game is the way you build corrupt progress you just as you're going through the game you you go a certain amount of time and then you're gonna die it's just how it happens i haven't beaten the final boss yet um i've gotten up to i think the 
the boss before the final boss and died there a couple of times. But um, yeah, it's really difficult, but not in a way that f- feels like unsurmountable. And that's what's really addicting about it. Um, especially since as you're going through the game, you slowly make progress to make future runs easier. Um, and the biggest way you do that is unlocking weapons. Um, and without getting into too much of nitty-gritty detail, these weapons all have special effects, and my, fir- my you find them randomly as you go through the, the dungeon, and my favorite combo at this time, if I'm lucky enough to find these two things, is there's a power you can find on a like two-second cooldown, not even, um, that immediately phases you, teleports you behind the nearest enemy, um, which can help you dodge attacks, and when you do that, they get stunned for a moment. And then there's also a dagger that does critical hit damage when you strike somebody from behind. Um, so you can combo those two dagger. things to, together to do devastating damage over and over and over again. And dodge attacks over and over and over again. And it's so much fun when it works. Um, and the rest of the game is about like trying to find that or trying to find other fun combos. And there's so many ingredients... That get thrown at the wall and it's up to you to make them stick that was a weird way to put that but i'm done yeah. talking about that so <laughs> yeah, you know. i love oh, it i, love I also it. went on a cruise in the past in the past couple of months and i played a lot of dead cells when i was on the cruise so that's also why it's important to me <laughs> see oh, okay. i actually believe traveling is just finding better places to play video games so <laughs> congratulations joe i appreciate wow it. i should start doing that <laughs> ray what you got oh, me Oh, so, so it's me. Uh, hey, so I've been playing Steven Universe Save the Light, which is not a good game. <laughs> it's not a bad game. Um, there's... I'm really surprised to hear you say that. I want you to know that, right? Like, there I are very love... few games I've seen you play, and you'd be like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, I have high tastes in games. Uh, but Steven Universe is something very dear to me. It's a It's a cartoon. But uh, they released a couple of video games, and this one was released for PS4, and I think maybe Xbox? I don't know. I played it on the PS4, uh, and it's an action role-playing game reminiscent of pa- the Paper Mario series, which is my most beloved series ever. Fight me. At me. Get at me. Um, and it's just like, you run around with Steven and, and the other characters, and you fight in turn-based tactical RPG manner and it's in a cute art style and the music's good and it it's just a fun romp and like the, the the battle system is engaging because it does remind me of Paper Mario but also like that has the active time battle thing in a lot of action RPGs where if you press a button at the right moment you like block damage or you do more damage and stuff like that but for each character, it's so distinct and different with all their very different moves that it's it's enjoyable. And you can't just go into a battle and just be like, oh, it, it, I'll beat him up and whatever. It's actually I have to decide what to do and do it well or else you will be very dead. And <laughs> for a for like not for a Steven Universe game, but for like a game that's not like quote-unquote up there it's the game the battle system is very good uh in that regard there's a lot of bugs in the game though sometimes and (laughs) it can be a little frustrating but and it's colorful just like the show 
And just like your I, shirts. Just like my shirts, magenta, <laughs> like blue. Um, no, it, well, yes, but... Those are the only colors in the game, in case you guys are wondering. Magenta mm-hmm. and light blue. Correct. That's not true at all. <laughs> yeah, that does make it kind of abstract and a little bit harder to play for newcomers, <laughs> yeah. but it's a really the, interesting experience. Well, it's you, it's interesting you say that, because color is a very important part of the game that I'm not going to get into. What I really like about it is how the color forces you to have perspective and the perspective that. <laughs> and if you look at the magenta in a certain way, you'll realize you can make a puzzle with it. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Like, Garnet's like, good job, Steven. You found the puzzle. And Pearl's like, it was magenta. And no. <laughs> it was magenta. Oh my god. That's like, that's, that's like actually something that they would just say. Like, <laughs> that's great. I love it. <laughs> no, um, just as a final piece on the game. It came during a time where I was like itching for a role-playing game. And, the, and it was like two months where no games were coming out. And I'm like, I should finally try this game that I really should have just tried when it came out. And I didn't regret it. I, I had very good times with it. I still haven't beat it uh, because it's actually difficult in some parts. So I'll go back to it eventually and let everyone know yeah. not to play it over Overwatch. <laughs> 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 All right. Got it. Spoiler alert. I'm episode. not here to rag on this game. It's good for me. Like, this is a good game for Ray. <laughs> you can be Ray, too. Just believe No. Oh. Terrence, my apologies. <laughs> it's your turn. So I've been playing a game that was second in the list for my microtransaction addiction at the age of thirteen. <laughs> Wizard One Hundred and One. It's only for the PC. It's free to play, but it's not actually free to play because once you get to level ten, you have to pay to go anywhere else. And if you don't, then you just fight the same weak monsters and you don't level up. Regardless, it's a C. Oh, okay, so. A little uh, little information before I say this. This is not Harry Potter, okay? So, um, <laughs> it's a CCG, which, for those who don't know, means collectible card game. And um, Is it really? Yeah. So, basically, oh. what happens is you meet the headmaster, Ambrose, and you take a test to decide what school, what house you go to. <laughs> and there's six houses. Seven... <clears throat> But one of them is on a, you know, on a distant planet. But I'm not going to get into that. Um, basically, you take a test DLC about your personality house. and the things you dif- and the things that you like. Yeah, exactly, it's DLC. Um, because there's no point in using that house if you don't have money. Anyway, so primary schools are ice, fire, and lightning. And then secondary schools are myth, life, and death. And then there's balance, which is like the DLC one where if you, yeah, you need money. But basically what happens is you it's attend your the school. bank account balance, by the and way. And then you, you find out you have to save the whole school from Voldemort. I mean, uh, Malastare. And uh, so basically you go on this adventure of collecting spells and meeting with your teachers and taking classes on the side of saving the universe. And it's a lot of fun. It's very colorful. They they Their trademark is... Uh, fun if you're nine or ninety nine, and I really think they nailed that because there's enough strategy. Other for... any other age isn't. Fun. Are you <laughs> nine or ninety nine, Terrence? I need All the to other know. ages don't matter. So if you are nine or ninety nine, it's perfect. It, it hits the right uh, group of people. Um, uh, it it has enough strategy. It, it's kind of like Pokemon in a sense where it has enough behind the scenes strategy to not be off putting to kids. 
but to be very inviting to people who who need a little more, you know, but at the same time, making it very colorful, very inviting and not offensive in any way. Uh, this is a game that's really near and dear to my heart. And I've been, I, I wasn't exaggerating when I said I've been playing it since I was 13 and I, I really do love it. So for for uh, those out there who are like, oh, that sounds cool. I definitely recommend you give it a shot, but also bring your wallet. And yeah, was there one on one? So there you go. Great. All right. Cool. So so go play all these great games. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, or something. I, I mean, you don't have to. But we just wanted to talk about them a little bit because we do talk about other video games on this show. Um, if you do play Steven that. Universe: Save the Light, tell me what you think. Yeah, and if you do play Dead Cells, tell me what you think. Um, and I guess. Play... No one's gonna play Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> no one has money. money. Just fifty dollars. That's all for the first twenty levels. No, I'm joking. Um, I'm sorry, but uh, yeah. So, just to get into um, what to expect from the future, uh, we are, as I mentioned earlier, and immediately dropped the ball on. We are switching to bi-weekly episodes. Um, so the next episode, just to give you a heads up, is going to be coming out on October 5th of this year, mm-hmm. of, of this year, in fact, <laughs> of 2018. 2018, October. It. I'll say it out loud to hold myself accountable. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, yeah, October 5th of 2018, which is two weeks from when you're listening to this, if you're listening to it when it comes out. Um, <laughs> we are bringing challenges back, um, for those of you who have, that, that have been missing that over which flavor. Um, I certainly was, and I don't know why we stopped in the first place. Um, it seems like a dumb idea, so we're bringing them back. And uh, um, also, the episode should be a little bit shorter going forward. I don't have a great idea yet of what that length is going to be. Right now, we're at uh, 41 minutes and 30 seconds of recording time. This is the edit test for you listeners at home. Go ahead and check what your timestamp is right now to see how much bullshit I cut out. <laughs> I, I'm going to figure this out once I listen to it. Uh, all right. Ray, what do we have coming up next week? Next, or next episode. episode. Next episode. <laughs> I'm going to gr- get on you every time until you fix it. I'm going to fuck it up every time. Ne- Next time, we're going to be reviewing the game Stardew Valley, uh, specifically for Steam. And it also came out on the Nintendo Switch more recently, but we're going to do the Steam version. Oh, this is the part where I say Stardew Valley is a arcade four-player co-op beat-em-up, get-ready-for-fights. Terrence, what are we doing for the challenge next time? I'm Terrence. <laughs> um, and <laughs> okay, so uh, we're bringing the challenges back for your booties because we know how much your booties like them. And uh, suggested by JBZ, and I think that's short for business. Is that yeah? Is that not okay? Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the challenge business. is never mind. It's not that. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. So you're saying it's J Business Easy? Yes, Business <laughs> Easy, and D- I think it's a diva line. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, it's I'm only sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm done giving you guys nothing. I'm sorry, audience. <laughs> <laughs> the challenge is uh, to get the Symmetra's achievement, huge success. This, uh, in order to get this achievement, you have to get 20 teammates through one of your teleporters in a single quick play match or competitive match. And you know, back in the day when Symmetra's alt was her teleporter, this was pretty freaking impossible. Um, but, you know, uh, 
basically is going to give us a nice little insight on how to use her new teleporter. We'll hit you with all that good stuff next episode. Is this Beezy mode? Oh, See, there, he that's found the it. Line. That's the he line. He found it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, thank, you, thank you all for joining us. Um, if you have any games that you'd like to hear about or challenge suggestions, please send them over to us. You can find us on Twitter at OverWitchCast, or you can send an email to OverWitchPodcast at gmail.com if you have a longer question or anything else that you want to talk about. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Overwitch. Rats, I don't have some wax shit. Uh, and remember, you're better than us. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I just believe in God. <laughs> <laughs>